0: career competition is fierce if you're a director a vp or an executive this podcast is for you this is the executive career upgrades podcast and this is your host tim madden Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? Let me turn the volume up a little bit. Hey, welcome to the Executive Crew Upgrades podcast. And let me lift my chair up a little bit. There we go. Hey, if you don't know me, my name is Tim Madden. I help those targeting six figures or multiple six figures do a couple things, right? Land new jobs successfully be more successful when you start your first 100 days, which is so pivotal at these new organizations. And hey, give you the leadership tactics and strategies needed as you progress through corporate America. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network. It's the fastest growing network on Facebook. For career advice, check us out. Nine, 9 members right now. Hey, if you're watching in the ECN, we are streaming live right now. Hey, um, let me know that you're tuning in. Also to the friends at LinkedIn and YouTube. I see you in the comment section. And most of you will listen to this over on iTunes and Spotify or somewhere else on the internet. Hey, do me a favor, as always, hey, if you get anything of value today, today, share this with a friend right? Leave me a review. Share this with with someone who needs to hear this as they're maybe approaching their career search coming up in January. And a huge shout out. I don't know if I said this a couple weeks ago. I believe I did. But a a huge shout out to everyone who tunes in and listens and shares this podcast. We are among the top 20% of podcasts globally, right? That are shared with other users. So, hey, thank you so much. Hey, let's get started to today. Hey, huge, huge congrats to an individual inside the ECU program. I know we have multiple offers come through in the past seven days, but this one, hey, congrats. You know who you are. I'm not going to say your name landing a massive role at a private equity fund, um, overcoming you know rejection, resistance, adversity, Hey, I wish you the best of luck as you take on this new challenging position. If you need help in your career, you can go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a free career consult with one of our executive career advisors. So we could say, Hey, what are you targeting? Where do you feel you need the most help? What are some problems you've been struggling with? And maybe we can help. Let's get into it. Episode, episode 61. Four ways to get noticed during a high level search. Let's get started. Hey, so number one, if you, you, most of you listening to this are probably thinking about a career move right now, or you could be definitely thinking about a career move in Q1. And if you're not, still do these things anyway, because no one knows what's going on with the marketplace right now, right? Lots of people are being fearful. But remember, before I get into these tips, regardless of the economy, if you're really good at what you do, if you can get in front of people who can actually hire you, if you can say the right things and figure out what they're looking for, what their challenges are, wrap it up, do all these things, hey, you're never going to have to worry about landing a new role. Now, if any of those areas you do not know how to do, right, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a roadmap or a blueprint, it may be very difficult for you next year. But I'm glad you're tuned in so we can make sure that never happens. Okay. As we approach the new year, if you haven't optimized your LinkedIn, your resume, your social media profiles, you need to do that. That needs to be updated a hundred percent of the time. You take a new job you've been working there a couple months you have a couple accomplishments a couple successes yes it needs updated it needs reflected okay people are always looking for good talent how can you position yourself in the best light possible to get seen right so even if you're not in a career search right now okay always 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 be prepared and starting with that linkedin resume cleaning up your your social media you know, profiles is so important because people are going to be checking those out. They're, your, your, your future bu- employer is going to be looking at you on Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok. A quick Google search can, right, make sure you're branding yourself effectively. People only know what they see. And if they don't know how successful you've been, accomplishments you've had, things you've had to overcome, problems you've solved, why would they ever reach out to you? right? So how can we position ourselves so that we can highlight, here's my background. Here's how it directly applies for this next position I'm going to get, right? And let's be honest. Most people have problems with this. I do as well, right? Here, here's what I mean by that. When you go to talk about yourself, I'm currently trying to write a book right now, right? But when you go to talk about yourself, the mind just kind of shuts off, right? And you try to think about your accomplishments. So here's what I highly recommend. Hey, we do resumes and LinkedIn's here. You can go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. We can tell you about our process. But regardless, if you use us, use somebody. It is worth the investment, right? It's worth the little bit of money to make sure that you're branded effectively, whether or not you're in a career search right now. So this is just one of the many ways to get noticed is, are you you know, m- making yourself Easy to get known, right? And if not, if you don't have your accomplishments listed, all of these things that I've talked about, you are not making it easy to get known. I see time and time again on LinkedIn what do we say? I'm looking for a new job, right? Guy gets laid off, girl gets laid off. I'm looking for a new job. They have a job title in there. He has nothing on his profile. We don't know what he's targeting, where he wants to live how much money he wants to make, what type of company, industry, just all these people saying, hey, I'm looking for a new job. If you got any leads for me, let me know. Don't be that person. Okay. Number two, you have to have a good pitch. An elevator pitch. At the beginning of the interview, the beginning of the networking conversation, the beginning of reconnecting with an old colleague or friend or business acquaintance who may be able to help you, you have to have a good elevator pitch. If you don't, no one's probably gonna help you, right? Because most people don't know how to position themselves, right? In the best light possible while they're communicating with somebody, regardless of who that person is. We don't know how to make people feel a certain way, how to come across as credible, as to come across as knowledgeable, okay? They don't teach this anywhere most of the time, like in any college or, or university, right? So the elevator pitch is typically broken down into three parts, right? An icebreaker, why you're qualified for the role, and why you're excited to talk to him today. And that should be 60 seconds. Now, remember, think about this pitch as you're making it. Number one, the more I practice it, the more I refine it, the better I'm going to be, right? Number two, who am I going to be saying this in front of? a lot of people trying to hire me, a lot of teams I'm going to lead. This is important. It's just like a first impression. You know, me and Christina talk about all the time that job searching is, you know, being in the job search process is a lot like dating and it is. And if you don't have that pitch, if you don't have it refined, right, you're not going to capture anyone's attention and therefore not have a very fruitful search. So number two, you have to make sure you know your pitch. We've had multiple episodes on the ECU podcast, you can just Google if you're not watching on iTunes or Spotify right now, the Executive Career Upgrades podcast, watches somewhere, look through a lot of the episodes. We have multiple episodes on crafting your pitch because it's so important. So the first two things you need to do to get noticed during this high-level search is, hey, I got to brand myself effectively and I got to know how to communicate effectively. And then number three. So I'm branded effectively. I know how to communicate. Now in number three, we have to do multiple things at once. Get in front of people that can actually hire us. Expand our network, right? And also tap into our network. Now you need to think right now that you, me, Tim Madden, I am a business. You are a business as well. Your job right now is to do what? Get in front of other people consumers, if you will, right, and market to them to let them know how you can solve their problems. Now, what we can do is sit back, click apply, and hope and pray to the Indeed gods and the LinkedIn job gods that someone will call you. But let's be honest, they've made it way too easy to apply online. An app goes, you know, live, like so fast, right? And they put it on LinkedIn, Indeed, all these places and then before you know it in 3 days you, they they got 7100 applicants for a VP of sales role Whew. ain't no one going through 7000 right applicants people get jobs at high levels because of one reason they can get in front of people that can actually hire them and tell them why they should hire them okay they leverage their network or they continually expand their network right LinkedIn is a phenomenal place to do this, right? Now, a lot of people think, man, I don't like talking to people. I think it's weird reaching out to people that I don't know that have a job open. Hey, do you want the job and money that you deserve in the marketplace? If so, then you have one option. Get uncomfortable. Get in front of people that can actually hire you, right? Talk to previous bosses cross-functional teams, employees you worked with, team members you worked with, reignite that relationship and then ask them, hey, as I'm approaching a career search right now, right, who does it make sense to talk to in your network? Hey, do you know anyone who would maybe fit what I'm looking for? Anyone you can introduce me to? Welcome, right? I get it. It's uncomfortable. But what makes something uncomfortable? I haven't done it enough right? If I asked most of you to go run 10 miles tomorrow, you would probably say, no, I don't want to do that. And if you did do it, it would be very uncomfortable, right? You'd be dying. You'd probably get a couple muscle cramps. But again, what happens if you've been running for a couple months? It's probably not that bad then, right? So most people get so uncomfortable when they're like, I'm going to have to talk to people. I'm going to have to tell people why I should hire them. I'm going to have to do all these things. I don't want to do that. Well then, hey, you have to do these things if you want these roles with notoriety, extra pay, incentives, RSUs, equities, et cetera, right? We have to get in front of people that can actually hire us. Okay, LinkedIn is a phenomenal tool for this. It's literally God's gift to anyone looking for a job online because we can literally find almost everyone in business online and try to connect with them, try to say something. Yeah, you know, to them. There's multiple ways you can do this. Jobs that you're currently targeting that have openings, companies you want to work at, companies that are doing well inside your market, right? There's other places, um, right? There's the Inc. 5000 list of companies that are experiencing lots of growth. There's many different places you can do this, right? But number three, you have to get in front of people that can actually hire you. And there's a volume, right? It's kind of like sales. The more people I get in front of, right? The more chance I'm going to land a job more more quickly, right? So it is a numbers game, if you will. Okay. It's always going to be a numbers game, right? I'm not going to go into all of that. But by building your network over time, establishing relationships, getting better at effectively communicating, not only will it land you the job and money will you, that you deserve, it'll help you start your new job successfully, right? It will help you, you know, learn more skills, if you will, okay? Get in front of people that can actually hire you. Let me give you a couple examples how to do this. If I was trying to go after a job in Tampa, Florida, ABC Company, for a VP of Sales job, I know that one of the C suites probably going to hire me. The CRO, if they have one, COO, maybe CFO, CEO. I'm going to get a hold of these people on LinkedIn. I'm going to say something like this: "Hey, John, I noticed you had an opening for a VP of Sales and thought it makes sense to connect. Over the past 20 years, I have, you know, sold over I'm going to make some stuff up 400 million dollars worth of, you know, products and services in this type of industry. I'm known for growing." Um, sales organizations, dot, dot, dot. Hey, does it make sense for us to have a conversation? Get a hold of people that can actually hire you. Spend most of your time and energy on that. Because let's go back to the recruiter. Love recruiters, connected to a bunch, been one for a long time. Hey, sometimes, right, you know, the CEO, the CFO, all of those people that I mentioned before know that that's a high need for the business, right? And they know specifically what they're looking for, what the challenges are. It's kind of that thing of, I'm sure you've, we all played that game in elementary school, right? Where we whispered to, in someone's ear something, and then we told like 30 people, and then we'd all laugh when we heard the last person. That's kind of how it is in the job process, right? CEO says we have this elite role, kicks it down to the CHRO or the VP of HR, who kicks it down, who kicks it down, and then we don't even know what, what, we're, what we're looking for, right? Someone said, yes, yes. Exactly, right? Get in front of people that can actually hire you. So, so far we've talked about three vital components and we'll go into the fourth, right? Optimizing our profiles, making sure we're we're listing all of our accomplishments and achievements, making sure we're effectively communicating, importantly, crafting that elevator pitch. And number three, just expanding our network, getting in front of people that can hire us, right? So important. Number four, if you are in approaching a high level search, here's my best advice. Hire someone to help you. We're living in an era of coaches, life coaches, fitness coaches, dating coaches, you name it. There are also executive career coaches who specialize in helping, you know, high-level people meet their career goals. No matter how successful you've been so far, right, in life, no matter outside the job, we could be talking about fitness, finance, something, right? There's always somebody out there who you can learn from, trust to tell you your blind spots, weaknesses, help you gain clarity around your goals for the future. Wouldn't it be great to have like a sounding board to go for every doubt you have during your job search, right? To find a good coach, reach out to your networks to see if they have any recommendations from personal experience, because it's time to get noticed for you, right? Competition is fierce in the marketplace with all of the layoffs at all of these top tier companies, right? And you have to stand out. You have to do things that your peers aren't doing, which usually means working a little harder, or in this case, maybe getting a coach, spending, you know, some, some some cash to make it easier for you. While this seems like it could be an investment, right, of time and resources up front, it's more than worth it if it helps you land a position, you know, more quickly. So choose the area you're going to focus on to start and then make your first move tomorrow. Do not wait till January 1st, Right. You can still get 16, 17 days ahead of the curve from when everybody, from when everybody wants to change their life, right? I've had multiple coaches. It's what I've, you know, I'll go back to number four. That's just hire a coach, right? Hired multiple coaches, currently working with multiple right now. I have a running coach, you know, just a fitness coach who, who's helping me and some of the team members here at ECU train for a, a marathon right? I have a leadership and development coach, a business coach, right? There's no way possible I would have ever got to where I am today without seeking out people that have already been there, done that, and willing to share that information with with other people. It's made the transition be, you know, a lot easier than it probably would have been. And I attribute a lot of my success to that, right? So just to recap one more time, optimize your profiles, right? Highlight your accomplishments, effective communication, craft your elevator pitch, get in front of people that can actually hire you, okay? And then likely hire a coach, right? The landscape at the director, VP, and executive levels, it's difficult. It's tough. You're going to be competing against people that probably have better credentials, better companies, you know, just overall just had a better career than you. And I know that stings sometimes. But hey, I know this. There's a lot of people out there that are better than me in business, that have achieved more, that are faster runners, that are, right? But what am I doing? I'm always, you know, who do I compare myself to? I compare myself to Tim Madden and my potential. And that's the only thing that you should do. So here you are right now. What is your potential? What is your potential as we move into 2023? Is it to stay the same and get more of what you already have? Or is it time to have a truly massive transformation in your life? The choice is yours. If you need help in your career, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Until next week, hey, have a great day.